good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Tuesday Night Flight. Yes, indeed, it's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG. Sitting in solo right now, but, you know, all my rowdy friends should be joining me soon. Uh, we got a lot to get into. Like I always say, we're here for a good time, but not for a long time. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into this thing with some NFL training camp news. Coming out of Pittsburgh, Art Rooney II says that uh, quarterback Ben, uh, his opinion on quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, it's not written in stone that this will be his last year. Now, you know, Big Ben's going into what, year 17? And... He, he, 39 years old, I'm sorry, entering his eight, 18th year in the league. Um, He signed a one-year contract. Uh, He had a decent season last year until they were exposed by the Washington football team. Uh-oh. You're damn right, uh-oh. Because we figured out the formula to beat the 11 and <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. And everybody else follows suit. They get to the playoffs one game out of it. Uh, so they're talking about Ben Roethlisberger maybe back for 2022. Um, wouldn't be a bad idea. Not mad about it at all. Uh, they don't have anybody behind Big Ben. So they got to find their quarterback of the future. So hopefully uh, Pittsburgh can do something of the way and get um get 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 somebody in Pittsburgh that can replace Ben Roethlisberger on a long-term schedule cuz Dwayne Haskins ain't it I'm just going to say that now Haskins is not it unless he has a major leap from what he did here in Washington to being out there in Pittsburgh so um other training camp news, the New York Giants are reporting a team-wide brawl that pins Daniel Jones in a pile, and it abruptly ended the training camp session today. Uh, <laughs> the Giants are being very, very scrappy. Um, Joe Judge disciplined the whole entire team. He, he gave them the damn business and disciplined the whole team. So... Uh, you gotta you gotta be very very careful when it comes down to it, because Daniel Jones is your franchise QB. No matter if you like him or not, Daniel Jones is your franchise QB in New York. He should not be at the bottom of any type of pile. Uh, a a injury to Daniel Jones can mean your season. So let's just put that out there. Let's just say what it is. Okay. Uh, now, this is what um, NFL.com reports. It says the sequence began with a lengthy run by running back Corey Clement. Tight end Evan Ingram took exception to a hit by Jabril Pe- Peppers, according to New York Post Paul Schwartz. From there, Logan Ryan took exception to Ingram's actions, and a battle royal was on. Jones reportedly inserted himself into the mix after it had already broke out, broken out. 
a furious judge then lined the team up for gassers, then put them through a series of push-ups while reportedly spewing a profanity-laced tirade. High school-like discipline, to be sure. All that was missing were the field-length crab walks. Hey, I love it. I love it. You know, you're not too old to ever be disciplined like that when you know you fucked up. And that's that's what this Giants team did. You fucked up. Uh, there's consequence for all for that kind of stuff, and that's the way it is in the game. Jones told reporters, uh, if you lose your cool, there's consequences, and that hurts the team. So that was the message, every and everyone ever understands that. So, And Jones is fine. He's okay. So that's good to hear that he's all right. That's good. Um, but, yeah, the Giants are getting chippy out there. So I don't know what to say, but, I mean, hell, at least they fight. I mean, you, you don't really want to fight each other, but tempers flare and training camp. We see it every year from all across the league. We see, you know, guys get tired of hitting their own. <clears throat> Excuse me. Guys get tired of hitting their own before the preseason starts. So, you know, tempers flare. And you can't really do what you used to do with the two-a-days and the three-a-days and everything like that that you could do in the 60s, 70s, 80s, the 90s. You can't do those anymore. You know, everything is different, you know. You got OTAs. You got training camps broke up. It's not as long as it used to be. So you want to hit something because you got all that pent up. And preseason is about a week and a half, two weeks away. So things like this, they do happen. They happen just like this every training camp. So this is nothing new. And the team being disciplined uh, is right. It's right. You know, those guys, it's a brotherhood and even brothers, uh, cousins, aunts, uncles. I mean, it doesn't matter. Family gets into it every once in a while. But you got to still, you know, you got to learn from it. You got to come together as a family and go out there and try to do what you came to do. So. Not even mad that the Giants got into a, a little scrum. I mean, you know, you got to fight because NFC East is a division that everybody's looking at right now from top to bottom. So I'm not mad about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. It's not, you know, newsworthy. I mean, it's all over the news. Why? It's not newsworthy. But whatevs. Uh, moving over to Indianapolis. Oh, man. Quentin Nelson. Same injury that Carson Wentz have. Broken bone in the foot. Going to be gone for a little while. Quentin Nelson, one of the best guards in the league. Uh, Carson Wentz out, what is it, 6 to 12 weeks? That's not good because Carson Wentz is supposed to be the quarterback to get you over that hump. Because I think, and I hope the boss BJ does not kill me over this, I think that if Indianapolis had better quarterback play last year, they would have beat Buffalo. Just my opinion. But it didn't happen. Carson Wentz is supposed to be that guy, but Carson Wentz has always been fragile. For those that are uninitiated and have never seen a Christmas story fragile. He was fragile during that Super Bowl run to uh, uh, in Philly. When Foles took over and, and finished it off, he was fragile every year after that. He is 
fragile, for lack of a better term. He is fragile. Now, Quentin Nelson's out. So now it seems like all hope for a decent run for the Colts may be all but gone. So we're going to keep a close eye on that and check out Carson Wentz's uh, rehab and everything like that. But we'll see. Last but not least, uh, the Washington football team here in D.C. Uh, hmm. We have, I believe it's up to seven, eight players on the COVID list now. Uh, Ron Rivera had a talk with the team and he was very adamant about guys, you know, getting vaccinated or at least, you know, taking the precautions. And I agree with Ron Rivera. I don't, you know, don't force anybody to get anything they don't want, but take the precautions still. And even if you do get vaccinated, this goes for anybody. You get vaccinated, still wear a mask, still wash your hands, sanitize everything, still, still take the same precautions that you took before you were vaccinated, just because you got a vaccination. This vaccination does not stop you from getting COVID. 60% of the new Delta variant COVID cases are vaccinated people. So, you know, continue to wear your mask. Your mask protects everybody else. My mask protects you. You protect me, I protect you. I got your back, you got my back. That's how we made it through 2020. That's how we flatten the curve. And I need everybody, whether you play in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, I don't care. Every walk of life. Start pulling together like we did in 2020. The vaccine is not a magic cure. It's not a cure-all where, okay, I got the vaccine. I'm straight. I can go out here. I ain't got to wear no mask. I ain't got to wash my hands. Uh, you just you you out here pretty much, for lack of a better term, raw dog in the world. Now we got a problem again. We got mask mandates going back into place in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, Louisiana, Florida, because everybody's so pressed to live life thinking that there's not a killer virus out there. It is. In actuality, there's several killer viruses out there. I don't have to name the others. You know what they are. You take precautions for them, take precautions for this one too. I'm very disappointed in my team that we have this many people uh, on the COVID inactive list because they've tested positive. It's come to the point that the, 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 the governor of Maryland went on uh, WBAL radio because Lamar Jackson tested positive for COVID-19. He said Lamar's got to get vaccinated. Do I, I don't 100% agree with that because Lamar has to wear his mask, but everybody around Lamar has to wear their mask too. You have to wash your hands. You have to continue to social distance. Everything that we did before, do it again. We should have never stopped doing it. I haven't stopped wearing a mask. It's been over a year. I have not, a year and six months, five months since we had a mask mandate in place. And I have not stopped wearing a mask. Every time I walk out of my front door, 
there's a mask on my face. Every time I get out of my car, there's a mask on my face. We got to work together. We got to work together. If you want to be vaccinated, do your thing. You don't want to be vaccinated. You are more than welcome not to be vaccinated. But either way, vaccinated or unvaccinated, continue to wear your mask. That's what you have to do. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the man that writes the checks, the reason why we are here, the reason why I get paid the big bucks, the reason why I drive the fancy, long, yellow, and brown, deuce and a quarter Cadillac, the boss, BJ. What is up, man? How you feeling? Oh, man, I am here. I am feeling great. Um, Just going over some training camp news. Uh, Talking about the Washington football team. And now I went on that tirade about the Washington football team. They are up to 84% of players being vaccinated. They went from one of the lowest teams to one of the highest in a couple of days. Kudos to those gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, kudos. Um, I just don't. You know, you sit back and you you watch what's going on. You watch what's been transpiring over the last year and a half since, you know, COVID took over the better part of 2020, all of 2020. And you like you, I heard you talking to mask mandates and hand sanitizer and the whole nine yards. And now we're to the point where, you know, I don't know what it is with this country, man. It's like if you feel like you need to do something, you get shamed for it. If you feel like you have to speak up or, you know, you, you your choice. If you, if you don't want to get vaccinated or you do want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. I don't like the avenue we're going down as far as people being vaccinated because they're not getting vaccinated. You have to take a lot of things in consideration. Yes, you know, everybody's trying to get back to this quote-unquote normal life, which, quite, quite frankly, what's normal? You know what I mean? What's normal? It's normal working 60 hours and barely making ends meet. I mean, because America showed you last year that they got the money. If they wanted you to live a better life, they have the money. You know, paying people to stay home, people having to leave their jobs because they have health concerns that wouldn't allow them to. We're not. I'm not going to say wouldn't allow them. You can catch a damn virus regardless. But if they caught the virus, it was going to attack them um, a little harder than it would people without certain conditions. So when you tell me that these certain conditions um uh, you know, COVID are not friendly to, you know, I understand that, but I also want to understand what I'm putting in my body as far as a vaccine. You know, we've heard, you know, and, and like I said, the, you know, this is a sports show. I'm trying to, you know, get out of my rant, but, you know, we've heard stories about pe- people not reacting well to this vaccine. So if, if you get to a point where you hear these stories and you're uncomfortable we're putting putting something in your body, then that's your choice. If you feel like you have to go out and grab it to make yourself feel safe, that is your choice. That's supposed to be one of the great things about this country is that 
you have a choice. But we're coming down an avenue now where the choices are starting to be made for us because you're starting to see uh, organizations, you're starting to see cities mandate now that you get vaccinated. I know the president is trying to do that for the government or you have to subject the weekly testing. Um, there's a Now there's two variants of COVID. The other one hasn't got a... Um, the name yet, it still has its, uh, a scientific name. Uh, I know uh, Delta is the first variant that has another one now because it's ravaging Florida. Um, like and, and like the big guys say, people, you know, and I understand that the, the, the shot is supposed to limit the type of um, the, the severity of when you get COVID, the hospitalization, the ICU. I understand all that. And you can still catch it. Understood. Um, but if you don't want to get the damn shot, you don't want to get the damn shot. If you don't want to put it in your body, you don't want to put it in your body. But I think we're coming down a pike and it's going to get ugly where jobs and different things are going to start requiring people to get this shot. And it's, it's an ugly turn from a country that promotes freedom of speech um, freedom of choice, freedom for everything. I mean, we're seeing that in the in the media right now. With uh, I won't name the, the particular person because you know it's a shame. You know, you can't have an opinion on things, but you know, if you say something wrong now, the cancel culture, or you know, is out to remove everything underneath you. You can't make a mistake anymore. You can't speak your mind. So, um, get the shot if you want the shot. If you don't want the shot. Don't get the shot. Whether you get the shot or not, you need to wear a mask. Because obviously the variant doesn't care. These variants don't care if you have the shot or not. And, you know, if you do have underlying health conditions, protect yourself. Like KG said, wash your hands, wear a mask. And don't wear the same damn mask all week. You know, Matt, we don't we don't have a shortage on masks. Now. Go get your box. The, the, the surgical mask, put something over your face. If you feel a little bit more comfortable with something with a filter in it, get it, man. This is your choice. But, you know, I, I just don't like the shame and I don't like people calling people names for a choice they're making or not making. And um, it's just kind of where we are as a country right now, man. It, it, whether it's COVID, whether it's your personal opinion about something, you can't really say shit anymore. So, well, that's absolutely true, boss. I, I agree with you 100 uh, percent. But bottom line is shot or no shot. If you get the shot, great. You don't get the shot. Great. Either way, protect me like I'm trying to protect you. Wear a mask. That's it. That's all. If you know you're sick, go get checked out. Do not wait. It could be something as minor as allergy cold or it could be COVID. But either way. Soon as you start feeling bad, go get checked out. Go get checked out, please. And, and don't let your job or anybody else shame you because we're at a point now where you you don't know what the hell you have. You know, you can't just assume it's a cold. You can't, you, you have to, anytime you feel bad, don't feel ashamed if you feel bad and telling your employer because your employer doesn't care. It's very few employers out here that care anymore. Your employer is worried about 
you know, hey, can you take some day quill or night quill and come in here because we're short people. That's all they care mm-hmm. about. And you're going to come in there and like, you know, I, I'm asthmatic. So when I get a cold or something, it, you know, affects me different than it would KG. So now with this COVID crap running around, you know, I try to be very cautious when I start feeling that that tweak of my breathing. Because, you know, that's one of the symptoms COVID attacks, the breathing. So when I get that tweak, I'm very cautious and aware. And I'm instead of waiting the two or three days I, I would normally wait for, for it to go away. I kind of give myself about 24 hours and I'm like, if I ain't feeling well after 24 hours, I'm going to go get tested. So then I know all right, it's not COVID. I get tested. I don't know if they have a test for the variants or not yet, KG. I don't know. I'm but, not sure. Yeah, you. I, I, I go get tested, and they say, hey, the results are negative. We got the other one we send to the lab that'll come back in 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. At least I got the initial result is, is negative. I can calm my nerves just a little bit, wait for the other one to come back. That's negative. That's clear now. Okay, it's a regular cold. But this is going to be the norm for me now. When my kids are sick now, like, you know, I'm waiting for them to do to have it at home. I think they have it at home test. I'd rather just go to, you know, a quick little clinic, get swabbed real quick. It's 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 quick. But, you know, now, you know, the kids are feeling this way. I got to do the same thing, man. It, it, you got to protect yourself. Like KG said, get the shot. You don't get the shot. Wear a mask, wash your hands, socially distance. Uh, it looks like we're heading back to damn near what we were in 2020 because people are hard-headed so absolutely true absolutely true uh we're gonna switch gears here a little bit because we gave you a little bit of real life we gave you some nfl training camp uh we're gonna switch gears to our second topic which is a hot topic because we're in the midst of nba free agency and myself as a bulls fan i am absolutely positively without a shadow of a doubt in love with what the front office in Chicago is doing. We have secured not only Lonzo Ball, four year, $85 million. We just got DeMar DeRozan three years. I think, well, I forget. Oh man, I can't even find the numbers on DeMar DeRozan, but we got DeMar DeRozan to go with Zach Levine and Vucevic in the middle. We got Alex Caruso last night. I am feeling wonderful about yes i am feeling absolutely positively wonderful about what is going on in chicago but i don't get to gush about the bulls very much but i'm gushing now because after the years of watching this team be put together and make the conference finals and just need another score to get over the hump and then they blow the whole team up Mm -hmm. Uh, seeing in consecutive years Gar Pax, that's Gar Foreman and John Paxson, and John Paxson, whom I love dearly as a player and as a, a front office personnel. But when he got hooked up with Gar Foreman, I don't know what the hell happened. But seeing in consecutive years, them trade away Derrick Rose and then the next year, Jimmy Butler on the same exact day. I couldn't take it anymore. I never thought that a team that I love so dearly since 1989 would make me cry. And I cried real tears when they traded those two players. Now I'm like, dog, I'm, we back. 
we back. We're going to do something. We're going to make some noise. That's how I feel. But Jerry now the rest the of the same way because, you know, he's a Bulls fan, too. Yes. Yes, he is. He, he's a smart man. But uh, you know somebody else that may be feeling a little bit better than we are? Who that? Big Jim. Big Jim fleeced you guys. And I say you guys, your Washington Wizards, out of uh, Russell Westbrook for KCP and Kyle Kuzma, two draft picks. Montrez Harrell, too. And Montrez Harrell, yes. They also signed Kent Bazemore. Who, uh, the Lakers? The Lakers. The Lakers signed Kent Bazemore. Okay. They also signed home. They signed. They did a a, a, a round of signings. Where is that? They, they had they signed Dwight Howard, Trevor Reza, Wayne Ellington, all coming back to the Lakers. Yes. They say let's put the band back the damn together. Then you still got yeah, AD under contract coming in next year. So, this right here. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And uh, I'm gonna say this to you. Um, <laughs> Boss, do you think LeBron is handpicking this team so he can win a chip? I definitely think he has a say in it. Um, because I've he, seen so many people upset. Um, I mean, he, if you're <clears throat> when you're at LeBron James stature, you definitely get a say who's coming, who's going. Um, especially when it comes to Russ, Westbrook, Carmelo. And those guys, yeah, you you definitely get a say. Um, they're definitely running it by him. You know, he he's just that type. Of, it's only it's only you know certain players. You you know Kevin Durant, um, Steph Curry, Giannis. Um, you know those cornerstone pieces. You got to run. You know, definitely run. Joel and B. You you think they didn't talk to Joel and B about Andre Drummond? They were beefing. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, he definitely has a heavy say in what um, what they're doing and stuff. Uh, the Lakers are loading up, man. And you know, me and Gary talked about it earlier, and he was like, you know, a lot of these guys are older and stuff. And I'm and I told him, and like I always say, this is just my opinion. I was telling him that it, if you think about it, it could actually work because all of these guys at one point in time. AD, LeBron, um, Melo, Russ, mm-hmm. they had the, the, the sole duty of leading teams. So now you don't have to do that night in and night out. Now it's going to be spread across the board. That takes the load off of, you know, uh, AD because he's always hurt. That's, that's going to be one of the big question marks going into this season. And this is before all the trades and stuff. Can AD stay healthy? This takes a load off of everybody. You don't have to go in every night being that guy. You got help around you. You know, it's going to be hard for teams to double one guy or try to take one guy out of a game. You can't just can't do it. You know, you're going to have to really do your homework on this team and find out, like, look, y'all, y'all are one-on-one with these guys, and this, this is their weakness. They go to scouting report, have at it because you're not getting no help. You know, we just gonna have to let certain players do certain things. Like, you know, we know Russ doesn't shoot well from the outside. Hey, you might be able to double team off of Russ if you're on the outside, but then as soon as you leave Russ, Russ first step is a quick. He's at the basket. Mm-hmm. 
it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be a drama filled season because trust and believe if whatever happens on that Laker bench in the locker room, if somebody uh, goes in the club and takes a piss, they're going to be right behind them. They're going to report everything. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, dare I say it? I mean, this is like Showtime Lakers. This is like everything is on the Lakers now. Like you're not assembling this team to get to the West Finals. Exactly. You're, you're assembling this team. The, it, the goal is to win a chip or it's a failure. Now, can they win a chip in the first year? That's That's one of the big things that when you put together these super teams, how many of them have won chips in the first year? Mm. You know, can you get the chemistry together quick enough? Can you get your rotations together quick enough to work it out where, you know, you know what you got? You know, uh, Frank Vogel's their coach, right? Yeah, Frank Vogel. Because I think they lost Jason Kidd. Yeah, Jason Kidd's gone to Dallas. Yeah, Jason Kidd's gone. So yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a matchup, man. And uh, you know, not to bury my wizards, but they, I think, I believe they signed Spencer Dinwiddle. Hmm. Um. I like actually, and I, I you know, I talked to Gary. I like that combination better than the Russ and Bill combination because, like we said, you know, the last podcast I was on with you, that Russ and Bill combination is second round at best. That's not helping nothing. They got the Lakers. They said they got a whole bunch of pieces from the Lakers. Now you add Spencer Dinwiddle to Bill, you might you might be able to to you know um, you still got uh, is it Gafford from Chicago. You still got Thomas Bryant coming back off of injury. You still got to see what Hachimura can do. They lost Lopez today. He signed to Orlando, I believe. That's not a loss. He's a big man. You know what I'm saying? He's a big mm-hmm. man. He get. But what I'm saying is. For the peace they lost. And 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 don't sleep. I keep telling y'all this. Tommy Shepard is working magic. Sometimes you got to take 20 steps back to take 25 forward. They just needed to get rid of John Wall. And the way to get rid of John Wall, because like I say, you, you come to a point as a GM, hey, is this going to work long term? What is, what is the, the East looking like? The wall and bill combination wasn't going to win nothing. Okay, now I gotta get, I gotta break this up. Hey, we trying to get rid of Russ. Both super max deals. Let's make you take my problem and take your problem. Did anybody think Russ was going to stay there long term? I actually did. I I had very, I was, I was very doubtful. In my, I thought he was going to play his contract out. It could have been a possibility, but. I, I just didn't see him staying in Washington. It's, he's always wanted to go back to L.A. And, you know, we can't talk about handshake deals because, you know, we're not – of course, we, you know, we're just speculating. But I wouldn't be surprised if, like, hey, I play a season for y'all. I want to go to L.A. They're like, all right, we make that happen. Because that happened quick. It was like, you know, it wasn't no back and forth. It wasn't no, you know – because you know some of the trades you're hearing, especially a lot of these Ben Simmons deals, you've heard three rejections. Mm-hmm. Because so the asking price is too high. Yeah, yeah, it was no back and forth with Russ. Russ, hey, that's what we want. Lakers, like, I right, send them. 
<laughs> Send them. It wasn't no back and forth. You gotta you have to pay attention to things like that. When there's not a lot of back and forth and people that deal go down like that. I mean, hey, how long y'all been talking about this? How long y'all been talking about this? But um moves are being made. I like I love the Chicago moves. Like I said, you got a a good starting line up from top to bottom. Like you said, you got the middle Pete and Vucevic. You got Ball, you got Levine, you got Caruso, and now you got DeMar DeRozan. And I'm happy for DeMar DeRozan because he damn sure got crapped out of a championship, you know, with Toronto, putting his heart and soul into that. And now he gets to go to Mm -hmm. a Bulls team where that lineup potentially could be top four in the East. We might be talking about a top four seed in the East. Um, mm-hmm. I think with the Wizards, what the Wizards got, the Russ and Bill combination, I think I had them eighth, seventh at best. I think this squad, Spencer Denwoodle, healthy, coming back off the ACL tear, the pieces they have and added, you might be looking at a six or five seed. I, I, I like that combination. Are they going to ravage through the East? No. You know, but they have they got a really good team on paper right now. Got a new coach, which I, I look. I'm not. I wasn't one for the West Unsell Junior hire, but I love the fact that he's not getting a bottom of the barrel scraping the the, the you know the last bit of pickles out of the barrel and you scraping wood type of team. He actually has a good team. He actually has a decent team to start with. You know, it, you know, we talk about on this show all the time. How many times do black head coaches come into a good team? You know, uh, Monty Williams, you know, got something in Phoenix going. But you know, how many Alvin Gentry's of the world where you know you you draft Zion Williamson, he's hurt most of you, you get fired. How many times have we seen that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot the boy in New York, um, the young coach, Fizdale. Uh, Fizdale got a year in can, you know. So, um, look, I like it, man. I like it. It's gonna be an interesting NBA season. I'm all for mm-hmm. it, bro. All right, let me let me jump through a few more of these because we got to get the ladies see with this Olympic update. Um, Jimmy Butler signed a max extension with the Heat, uh, four year, hundred eighty four million dollar contract, which is well worth it. Glad to see my man get money. Jimmy G buckets and the G stands for gets. He's always going to be a Chicago favorite. Uh, Mike Conley is coming back with the jazz three year deal. Uh, what else we got? What else? What else? What else? Uh, the Lonzo ball deal was a four year, $85 million. It was a sign and trade. The bulls traded uh, your man, Sato, Thomas Sadoransky. And Garrett Temple, a second-round pick to New Orleans to get a uh, ball. And I hear they're shopping Kobe White, too. Um, the Knicks reportedly have agreed deals with God Alex Burke, Alec Burke and center Nerlens Noel to re-sign them. The Wizard Killer, Kelly Olenek, three-year, $37 million deal with the Pistons. Um, I know my man Jesse is going crazy about that. He think the Pistons are going to win the championship, but I'm like, slow down, little Red Corvette. Um, Cameron Payne. Back with the Suns, $19 million, three-year deal. Uh, who was this? Uh, Duncan Robinson, $90 million deal, five-year. With the with the Heat, 
uh, NBA champion, Tory Craig, $10 million deal. And yes, he won an NBA championship, even though he lost. Uh, two years, $10 million deal with the Pacers. Uh, Kyle Lowry signs the Heat, three-year deal, $90 million. Uh, that was a shocker to me. Chris Paul opted in. He opted out, then signed another four-year, $120 million deal with the Suns. I thought he was going to the Lakers so bad. I was like, oh, come on. CP3, just Lakers, banana boat crew on three. Let's go. But it didn't happen. Um, Spurs agreed to a deal with Dougie Buckets, Doug McDermott, three-year, $42 million deal. Um, this is all just yesterday. This is just yesterday. Mo Hawkless. A two-year deal with the Sacramento Kings. Surprised anybody's signing with Sacramento, but hey, Gary Trent Jr. will stay with the Raptors. Three-year, $54 million deal. Uh, Bobby Porter's coming back to the world champion. Milwaukee Bucks, two-year, $9 million deal. I think he could have got a little bit more money if he went elsewhere. I think they should have paid him a little bit more money, but that's just me. Uh, former Wizard Alex Lynn signed a free agent deal with the Sacramento Kings. Two years. It's just a two-year deal. They ain't even saying how much money. It probably ain't much. But, uh, of course, we said Dwight Howard, Wayne Ellington, and Trevor Ariza gone to the Lakers, as well as Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Solomon Hill, one-year deal to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, the Knicks re-signed Evan Fournier and Derrick Rose. Evan Fournier gets four years, $78 million. Uh Derrick Rose gets a three-year deal. I kind of figured he was going to stay in New York, even though he was on the Bulls' radar. Uh, Nicholas Batum is going to stay two more years with the L.A. Clippers. Uh, JaVale McGee signs with the Phoenix Suns. Who else we got? Uh, Cody Zeller signs the Portland Trailblazers' one-year deal. Reggie Bullock, three years, $30.5 million to go to the Mavericks. P.J. Tucker is gone to the Heat. So uh and he he got a two-year deal and year two includes a player option, fifteen million dollars. I think he could have commanded more money on this market. Um what else we got? What else? What else? What else? Uh Austin Rivers, one year deal with the Denver Nuggets. Uh Norman Powell, five year, ninety million dollar deal with the Portland Trailblazers, Blake Griffin coming back to the Nets, Kent Bazemore, as we said, with the Lakers. Uh who else we got? Who else we got? Otto Porter Jr. <laughs> Golden State Warriors. I ain't, just ain't even going to say nothing about Otto. That's not the Otto that was at Georgetown. I'm just going to say that now. I've been saying that for years. It's not the Otto that was at Georgetown. So uh, that's just your roundup from just what was signed yesterday. Nope. Uh, that was official. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday was the second. So they haven't got everything in for the third yet because free agency opened up last night at 6 p.m. Now. Yesterday was August 2nd. It was a special day in my house. Special day in with the sideline junkies. Gotta wish the young buck, Terminator X. Producer here, 13 years old. Uh, my son, Xavier, turned 13 yesterday. Happy birthday, bud. We spent the day together today. Um, had to hit up Legoland, get him some Lego sets and take care of them we got more to do and everybody you know throwing up their x's because x gonna give it to you you can't solve for x because x gonna give it to you but that is our free agent roundup now we got to sit here because this lady was in town 
and she did two shows. She did the Thursday night throwdown with me. She also did Saturday night WrestleManiacs with the man of the, I'm sorry, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez and also the Nubian Sumo James. Now she's back again, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, the talented, the beautiful Lady C. Come on, lady. I give you that type of introduction. You ain't even gonna you ain't even gonna pop on that. Come on, where you at? Hello. I'm oh, there she go. Driving. And she's always to driving. My, I, <laughs> trying to hold my stomach, uh, because my kid just left football practice. So you know how that is. Mm-hmm. Football practice in Louisiana heat is never a good combination. Uh, but yes, so sad that I had to return to the Louisiana, but I thoroughly enjoyed my trip. Uh, miss it already, ready to come back. But in the meantime, I do have uh, some updates for the Olympics. Team USA is cleaning house women's side the women of team usa is, is cleaning house i have so we have um because i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the best for last so right now we have women the three-on-three women's basketball they got gold they're done three-on-three is bringing that home the men did not even pull in for that but for the basketball, the other basketball side for the women, they are in the quarterfinals going against Australia. So we fully anticipate them bringing home the goal. The men have advanced to the semifinal and they will be going against Australia. So if anybody remembers the Australia in the prelims, they lost against them. So we're kind of holding our breaths with that to see what all they can do. Let's see. So going switching over to track. Once again, trying to say the best for last, switching over to track. The Team Jamaica, one, two, three in the 100 meter, uh, 100 meter hurdles. Miss Kendra Harrison brings home the silver. <clears throat> I see because I'm, I'm reading all this. The 200 meters, Ms. Gabby Thompson Thomas brings home gold. A thing Mo brings home uh, gold in the 800 meters. Brittany Reese brings home silver in the long jump. Raven Saunders, my girl, my girl who will whoop a man with her pinky, brings home the silver and shot put. And she also has some, um, some political, a political, took a political platform stand for everyone else as well with that. Now for the men in the hundred meters, um, Fred Curley brings home silver. 
and it, it's kind of that's kind of it for the men right now um well the 400 meters we got um rye uh rye benjamin that brings home silver so the men not doing mm, as good as they as we anticipate as good as they usually do we have uh in the 10,000 meter as i'd already said you're not gonna be the african Ethiopia, Uganda went one, two, and three. Of course, we all knew that. The 3,000 meter steeple chase, surprisingly, Kenya came in third, but Ethiopia came in second. Really funny. Now, uh, overall medal count, as so far, uh, is. 73 in the lead with USA, 73 medal count to China. China's coming in second at 69. Uh, however, China is in the lead in the gold medal count at 32 to our 24. But that's okay because there's still many more events to go on. A lot of events that, that we really <laughs> wouldn't consider. A thing but apparently they are like badminton and like they I think they have rock climbing in the Olympics now which is really weird but <clears throat> let's see we also have now the best for last is my girl the goat go ahead and talk about Simone and how they are still riding her balls. These damn computer jockeys who can't who pull a muscle just rolling over in the bed because the sheet's too tight are still riding this girl's balls. She comes back after taking a leave uh, for her mental health. She comes back. And she places third. She gets a bronze medal. That is still not good enough for them. The same people who, once again, cannot do this, cannot hold a wet candle to her, are saying that it's still not good enough. And it's stupid. They need to leave her alone. They need to leave these all these people alone. They're calling her unpatriotic and all of everything negative. And her teammate uh, who won gold all around, who took her place and won gold all around, Sunisa Lee, she says, we don't owe you anything. Which is damn right. She owes no one nothing. No one nothing. She could have hurt herself. She chose herself. And in choosing herself, like I said the other day, in choosing herself, her mental health and her physical safety because of her mental health, in choosing herself, she chose the team. The team did better without her overall. Even though they came in second, they still had to fight for it. They were still going to fight for it because they were all screwing up out there. She was not her best coming into it. She said that. She, um, 
you know, was carrying the team. She said that too. She, well, she didn't say that per se, but she said like she she said she had she felt like she had the weight of the world on her shoulders, which yeah, because they put so much on her. So to bring gold, she doesn't owe you anything, people. No one owes the next person a damn thing. Especially if you ain't doing what I'm doing, get off my fucking balls and go to sleep. Have several seats. So, and I guess to add to, finish it out and add to my, to my platform from Louisiana, wear your freaking mask. Wear your mask. I don't care if you don't, if you're not, if you're not trying to protect me, protect yourself. Don't worry about me. Worry about you. Wear your mask. If you don't want me to catch it, cool. Don't just try not to catch it from me. Wear your mask. Get your shot. Don't get your shot. I don't care. But wear your mask. I uh, <clears throat> came back. Went to went to Maryland for a few days. Just came back yesterday, and we're already under a mask mandate. Like before I even came back, we're under a mask mandate again. Which I never stopped wearing the mask, but it's even more so now. It's more it's more heavily mandated now. Uh, first it was, you know, our governor released it to where it would be optional, but now it's mandatory in specific areas, blage blage. So wear your mask, people. Do the normal things. Why? Why is it 2021 and we're still trying to talk to adults about washing their hands? That is the dumbest thing to me. Wash your hands. Stay the hell away from people. The uh, last year, the other year, my kid sprayed a child in the face with Lysol because he was coughing. Wash your hands. If the child knows there are germs, you know there are germs. We are teaching our kids about germs and this, that, and the third. But here we are sitting there not washing our hands. There are people in other countries who do not even use toilet paper to wipe their behinds. We use toilet paper. We have that luxury to use toilet and, and you know, to use toilet paper. Use, use that luxury of water clean water and clean soap to wash your hands. Keep with it, people. We could have been knocked this down or gotten it mostly out the way, but now we're looking at taking outside away again. Wear your mask, quit being stupid. You know, it's your choice, but protect yourself. Get the shot, don't get the shot, cool, whatever, have a seat. I don't care. Wear your mask. Protect yourself. If you're not trying to protect someone else, at least protect yourself. That's my rant. And that's my take. And what a wonderful take it was, what a wonderful rant it was, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, hey, it's only one thing I got to say after this, and that's uh, another signing. Uh, Steph Curry has agreed to a four-year, $250 million, $215 million contract extension with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, 
largest annual salary in NBA history. So proud of that dude that they say would never be much of anything in the NBA. He had weak ankles, too small, can't create his own shot. Now he's considered one of the greatest point guards in league history. So with that being said, I love to end it on these high notes. Uh, Boss BJ, you got anything to say before we jump out of here? Just that, you know, just like what Lady C was touching on with uh, Simone Biles and what you just said about Steph Curry, man. You can't listen to what people say about you or what they think, you know. Um, everybody is entitled to their opinion, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, the work you're going to put in and, you know, what you want to get out of it. You know, if you can, you know, I don't want to sound like a, a, a broken record or, you know, sound like, you know, your grandfather, but if you can imagine it, it's possible, man. And you can't let people tell you that it's not because, you know, once you get to where you are, those same people are going to be calling you for advice and how do you get there can you show me how to do this so you know for my nephews that listen you know my kids everybody's kids you know do not take other other people are saying you got to know how to tell the difference between somebody's being genuine trying to give you some real talk about uh being realistic about things and people trying to just step on your dreams you know it's it's you, you know once you learn how to tell the difference between the two you can start really trudging forward so that's all i got well i i can't follow that up with anything else uh thank you for listening uh if you're listening to this on a playback uh tomorrow morning later on the night hey we enjoy you would love to hear from you sideline junkies 24 7 at gmail.com that's where you can reach us at uh instagram twitter facebook all you got to do is Google sideline junkies. You can get every platform that we own and it's hard to miss us. So with that being said, you know how it, how it goes. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.